The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the quick hitter version of the Mike Wise Show. I'm Bruce Bernstein filling in for Mike this week. Our guest is ESPN's front office insider, Bobby Marks, and we discuss the mindset of the teams picking at the top of the draft. Is it best player available or are they drafting for a position? Barring any trades, Detroit's going to be picking first overall. So do the teams at the top of the draft like Detroit, Houston, and Cleveland, do they usually go for the best available or do they look to fill a specific need? Yeah, this is different than the NFL, right? This is if there is a quarterback who may be the number one pick and you already have um, Tom Brady as your quarterback, the likelihood is that you're probably going to take a lineman, right? Like that's just the nature or a defensive player. We're here because it's condensed and it's only two rounds and the makeup of teams are usually built through free agency and trades, um, best available rules. Now that differs a little bit, maybe if you're, have multiple picks in the teens, or if you have another pick in the twenties where you're kind of going by um, a position of need, but if Cade Cunningham is the best available that Detroit feels, they are taking Cade Cunningham. I always say Bruce, that when you're 20 and 52 or 19 and 53, there's a reason why you're there, right? So there's a reason why you need, uh, you cannot be picky as far as um, how you're going to um, go about the process. And um, I always say the draft is one of my favorites of the year, just because of it's kind of, you take a lot of, uh, besides the ability to select a player that can impact your team, but from a trade standpoint, um, a lot of different nuances that kind of come, uh, you know, go with it. But it, and it's this, technically the start of the, uh, of the off season here, but yeah, it's always, at least in the top 15 uh, best available here and kind of a little bit of a background on how teams do it is that you'll have a big board, right? You take your top 60 or your top 70 and you rank your board. Um, for us in New Jersey, it started about a week before the draft. Uh, we take everything into consideration, whether it's on the court, off the court, how they interviewed background, medical, psychological, all different things. And um, we usually rank it on um, skill level, basketball wise. And then kind of a couple of days before we start moving things around as far as maybe, maybe a guy's got a knee issue or maybe there was a red flag psychological. And then we kind of, we massaged the, the board. And the goal is that when you go into the night of the draft, that's, that's how you're picking. Right. Like you don't want to, you know, you don't want to, if you're picking at number nine, all of a sudden your head coach say, what about guy, that guy who's at 26, right? Like you want to stick to your board as far as who that player is going to be. And, I, and that also helps Bruce from a trade standpoint, right? If you're, for example, if you're New York, who's got 19 and 21, well, what happens when we get to pick 13 and that guy, they had a guy who's maybe ranked eighth, right? How do we get up to, that, you know, as far as packaging both picks to, to move up there. So um, it's a fun night. It's a fun process here. Uh, I always call it, it's kind of like working on Wall Street, right? It's kind of, you're kind of trading 
um, you know, in, in the middle or at night. And, um, but going back, yeah, it's always, it's when you're picking that high, it's always on, um, on the best available, not need. I agree with you that the NBA draft is one of the most fun nights of the year. Back in my ESPN days, I used to work on the draft and my job was to work with the commissioner. So I'd be on the headset to the truck and I'd have either David Stern or Adam Silver over here. And to me, it, it was just, it was the night where you saw people's dreams come true in real time. You saw them at their tables out there in the green room area. And I just, of, of everything I always did, that was the one night on the calendar that I, that I always circled as just like the most special night of the year. And I did 15 of them and enjoyed every single one, even when David was yelling at me sometimes. <laughs> it happened on occasion. Yeah, it's and it's it's interesting, you know, going from a team standpoint to now the media side, it's it's the ability to try to, you know, there's so many trades going on. It's so much different than the NFL, where the NFL draft is more of trading picks, right? You're trading if you've got the number three pick and you, you're moving back to seven and you're getting two future ones in, in the deal where, as you know, in the NBA draft, there are players involved usually. Um, there's usually a delay to that because of the trade call that the teams have to go under. So um, player X might have an Atlanta Hawk ha hat on at eight o'clock and by um, 10 PM, he might be wearing a, a Philadelphia 76. I mean, a good example is Mikhail Bridges who's playing in these finals was, you know, drafted by the 76ers and then traded to the Suns um, about an hour later. So, um, you know, there is a little bit of a confusion part of it, but yeah, there's a lot of action that kind of goes into the night of the draft. If you'd like to hear more from ESPN's front office insider, Bobby Marks, check out the full version of the Mike Wise Show from Pure Hoops Media. You can also see the video version of all of our quick hitters on the Pure Hoops Media YouTube channel.